Osman, Communications Executive at Applebee Jersey. Welcome to the first episode in our series of Applebee Community Podcasts. Applebee is one of the world's leading offshore law firms. Our global teams of legal specialists advise public and private companies, financial institutions and private individuals on corporate and commercial and dispute resolution matters, as well as on private trusts and property transactions. This particular podcast is brought to you by Applebee and Jersey as part of our community partnership programme which aims to actively engage with the local Jersey community through a range of sponsorships and partnerships. Our Jersey branch has been involved in all kinds of projects, from supporting the wildlife conservation efforts of Jersey Zoo, to giving the opportunity to our island's up-and-coming musicians to participate in Jersey's biggest music festival, The Weekender. We work with all kinds of local charities also to raise funds and promote the important work that they do on island and beyond. Um, one very important partnership for us this year has been with Sammy Coyle, local Jersey student and also deputy head boy for the last school year at one of the secondary schools in Jersey, Victoria College. So first of all, welcome Sammy. Thank you very much. We've really, really enjoyed working with you over the last two years or so and we really think that the, the work that you're doing to kind of promote health and well-being and mental health as well in Jersey is so important so we're really happy to have you here. So if it's okay could you just introduce to our audience um, the ongoing partnership that we've had uh, with you over the last two years and just kind of the main the main things that we've been working on if that's okay. Of course well thank you very much for having me. So two years ago I approached Applebee as I wanted to promote physical and mental health and well-being in senior schools in Jersey. Our community partnership was formed with the objective of providing blood pressure monitors along with pulse oximeters in all secondary schools in Jersey throughout the course of 2020, which Applebee thankfully agreed to fund. Unfortunately, COVID subsequently impacted these objectives, so the partnership changed track and Applebee funded my proposal to provide all senior schools with infrared digital thermometers to be able to check the temperature of students. In the end, 11 senior schools were supplied with these in 2020. Our partnership was then able to continue with its rollout of blood pressure monitors and pulse oximeters. We are now very pleased to say that every secondary school on the island possesses one of these. That's a real achievement. Thanks, Sammy. So this brings us up to date on what's been happening over the last couple of years. Now I'd like to move on to why we're here today, which is for the podcast. The podcast series will be on the theme of mental health. And today our guest is Sam Moore. Sam's a Jersey student from Durham University and he's also a former head boy at Victoria College. So Sam completed his first year at Durham University during the year of COVID and is about to go into his second year. Hi Sam. Hi there Leila, thanks very much for having me. Thanks for coming. Can we just start off Sammy by asking you why you chose Sam to come here today to talk to us please? So today I've invited Sam Moore to talk to us about his experiences during his first year at Durham University. I know him very closely from our time together at Victoria College and I'm aware he's had a very different year and a strange first time experience at university. He's had to overcome many adversities over the past 12 months and I thought it would be extremely beneficial for him to share his story and give advice to young people who may be going to university this year. Also I thought it was vital to reassure those who maybe have had a tricky few months they are not alone. I believe Sam will give us some great advice about what to expect 
and how to overcome tough scenarios and how it is very important to look after your mental health. Great. I think it will be really valuable to have Sam here today. Sam, let's start at the beginning. What was it like to go to university and straight into Freshers Week during the pandemic? And I'll add on to that. Did your expectations match up with reality? Yeah, certainly. So with the run up to Freshers Week, it's still being at home. There was definitely an element of sort of confusion whether or not it was the right thing to do going off to university this year. Myself, along with quite a few of my mates, considered deferring a year, taking a gap year and trying to make a little bit more from the year ahead, knowing that it was uncertain. It was going to be slightly difficult and it wasn't going to be easy, put it that way. Um, but yeah, so what, once we headed off and once I got there, there was definitely an expectation for uh, for there to be many in-person events, sort of nights out and freshers fairs to go to during the day with promotion of making friends throughout those. And unfortunately, that got cut short for me. So we were three, four days in, we got about half a week through and then everything got uh, got stopped. So we then ended up having stuff online as opposed to in person. And unfortunately, my household had to then isolate since we had a positive test within a, a positive case within our household. Mm. So for me, that was a, it was a rocky start. We then had we went straight into those two weeks of isolation. But it was still a good start because I still met all these people and uh, still got to yeah got to know them, got to see where they came from and all their backgrounds. And yeah, that, that's something I just loved doing during those first couple of weeks. So that expectation didn't meet the reality, unfortunately, but it's still for what it was. I'm, I'm glad and I'm happy with with what I came out from from that first week. I think that's really it's really great that you were kind of able to uh, maintain a kind of positive mindset despite everything that was being thrown at you I think that's something that a lot of students can take with them when they're going to university remaining as positive as they possibly can do despite situations because you never really know what's going to hit um so Sammy is there anything that you think is going to be quite challenging for when you go to university I think independence is something that's very heavily on my mind um I think obviously I'm very looking forward to going to university I think it'll be a great great experience great rewarding and enriching adventure I think my approach to Jersey life of potentially getting anywhere in five minutes won't get me very far in the mainland I think I'll have to maintain a certain element of organization make sure that my timetable's structured carefully so that I can balance my study time my time with my friends and make sure that I get some sporting activities in and make sure I make the most of the societies that are available to me Definitely. And how about you, Sand? How did you find that kind of move towards independence? And um, was there anything that you would say to Sammy in preparation for that? So I, I certainly wasn't fully independent when going off to university. I mean, my parents took me over there. They traveled with me over. They stayed a couple of nights whilst I was there, too. And also, I mean, that they helped me pack as well. They guided me in, in a way of what to take and what not to take. So there was certainly an element of leaning back on the people that you know in order to uh, to push yourself forwards and go to that next new chapter, which was really nice as well. Looking back on it, it was definitely helpful. Um, I got I was quite lucky in the sense that my college in Durham was a fully catered college, so all meals were, uh, were all fully prepared for me, and all I had to do was turn up. So that definitely removed uh, an element of of stress, I suppose, of uh, of just kind of preparation and thinking. However, stepping back from that, thinking about what that could bring if you are in a self-catered college or university as a whole or just accommodation um 
it could it gives you that ground to actually build that independence up it allows you to maybe push yourself and become independent at a faster rate which is something that maybe i missed out and i'm not too sure that's something that i've got to prepare for this year now moving into a second year house as well so yeah in, in preparation for that kind of thing i've been doing a few few things here and there just sort of cooking for the family just preparing for that kind of thing but yeah sammy i was wondering what kind of things you've been doing in order to maybe think about that and trying to trying to get a head start on it so thankfully for christmas my mum bought me a sorry cookbook so i've been having a look through some different recipes trying a few different ones out and making sure my culinary skills are up to scratch i think for breakfast the last couple of days i've been practicing my poached eggs because um, it's one of my favorites so it's making sure that I've got a rough idea how that how I can go about cooking them so that when I'm over there I don't get to miss out on them amazing are they good now very good if I say so myself <laughs> <laughs> great Sam on the subject of independence once you moved past Freshers Week was there anything you had to think quite carefully about in terms of logistics so what well, yeah once I was up there I mean it was it was fairly smooth sailing in the sense of getting myself going getting into the stride of things with uh with lectures and seminars and and for me I had labs as well so but I, I kind of had a mindset beforehand as to what I was going to do so I think that's important to to pave your way into that so making sure you maybe set up a so the way I did was setting up a spreadsheet and going onto the university websites collating your timetables putting them all together just so you have that head start in front of potentially other people too of knowing where you're going knowing where you need to be and uh and just how to get there effectively because obviously it's it's quite a large place for me it was spread out over a city and for you sammy i believe it's on a campus am i right yes it's all on campus yes yeah so just making sure you you're able to map that out know what buildings you're going to and and how to get there yeah yeah i think it's really important to make sure you're kind of organized enough not to have that extra worry of not knowing where and when you have to be somewhere so good point I think the next thing that could be useful to talk about is organising yourself in the run up to exams, which obviously can be a big stress for a lot of students. Sam, um, first of all, what happened with exams during COVID at your university and how did you cope with the stress of those exams? So this year they went through with the idea of doing the exams in a similar way to how they did them in the previous year which was that they set it up as a 24-hour period. So you would be released, uh, a PDF would be released to you at, say, 9 a.m. one day, and you would have to then uh, provide the answers and submit your answers by 9 a.m. the next day. So that was then just to cater for people in different time zones and everything like that who hadn't come to university because of restrictions and all, all of that, that kind of thing. So that is different to how I believe the A-levels went ahead and the GCSEs, effectively, for, for my A-levels, that was very different. And uh, yeah, so it was it was difficult because it meant that they then became open book exams, which meant that they made them a lot harder and quite a few more questions on top of it as well, with the idea of testing you more because you have the resources in front of you. Something that's important, which could pay the future as well, is the sense that the university actually quite enjoyed using them this year and quite enjoyed them last year too. So they potentially may uh, may use them in future years too, even if even if we, we can be in person. Just the idea of then uh, of, of testing your ability to actually use your intuition and your resources in order to get that answer rather than just memorizing it and just offloading it straight onto the paper. So it's a different way of learning, but realistically, it's probably the better way when you then apply it further beyond uni. So in, in the future, that may actually be a nicer way of doing it. Once, once they get the hang of it and once the students then sort of come to terms with it, it will be 
it will probably be easier just given the fact that you're then using uh, using your resources instead of just memorizing them. So yeah, with yeah. the run up to it though, just making making notes and that kind of thing, just the same similar things to GCSEs and A levels, making notes, making summary sheets, and just recapping it all and just going over them. Plus papers as well, that's a classic too. So I did a few of those beforehand and just questions throughout the year, just making sure you sort of you back up your your knowledge and back up your ability in order to be confident in what you're doing. Mm. I think it's going to be really interesting to see whether universities take some of those structures that they implemented last year, for example, the open book exams where you have more time to complete your work forward. But what about when you're actually doing the exam, Sam? How did you cope with the, the pressures that they kind of brought with them and what kind of things did you do to alleviate that pressure? For me, on the days of the exams, unfortunately, I went with the mindset of, right, we're going to go and we're, we're going to focus for the whole day. We're going to smash this uh, smash this exam out of the park and try and just do, do it all in one go and uh and not not sort of pay attention to anything else around me apart from the exam which looking back on it was the wrong decision based on the fact that i yeah i just didn't <laughs> didn't communicate with anyone else during the day and even even during lunch times i would go down and i'd have the exam up on my phone and just be scrolling through it just trying to think what other ways can i go about this when i go back upstairs and go and attempt this question again so something that's important with that is just making sure you step back. Simple as that. Just stepping back from from the exam, from even even just throughout the year, from the lectures, from the content. Just make sure you step back and have a look at it from a different angle, or just give yourself some space away from all learning in a sense of just a just a, a free mental space of clearing your mind. Um, annoyingly, because those exams were within the twenty four hours, it did add an element of trying over and over and over again so you would always be thinking i can do more or i can give it another go from a different angle or this and that and uh so that meant myself along with a lot of the other students that i heard from and asked questions to uh, that meant that we spent upwards of sort of 12 13 even 14 hours on a what was meant to be a three-hour paper so it did consume a lot of time which was a bit of a shame but it's definitely something that maybe the university can work on in that sense and uh and push for push for maybe a more friendly approach to it in the future of limiting that to make sure that that doesn't hinder your social interactions during the day or anything else. Mm. And what about the support structures at the university? Um, if you'd been kind of struggling during your exams or at any other time in the year, were there people there or organisations there to support you and help you get back to a more healthy state of mind? For sure. So that's something that actually normally gets brought up in the in your freshers week or in your induction week, as it's called. So, uh, so they'll, they'll be there promoting the resources that are available to you, such as um, just the mental health services that are national or directly from the university. So it's really important you, you pay attention to them, even if you don't think you need them, it, it's worth it. And uh, whether or not that's for yourself or maybe for someone you may be worried about, just making sure you pay attention to them, note them down, just keep it to yourself if you want, whether that's a mental list or a physical list, just having it there for future reference is is really important. So yeah, they, they always had that option to even, even extend exam periods if you needed more time due to unforeseen circumstances and all those kind of things. The options are there and they're there to support you. They want you to do well. They're not going to be against you. So they're, they're covering your back in a sense. Yeah, I think that's a really important point to make. The, these services are there to help out um, and make the most of them. They're, they're, uh, they're good at what they do and they, they can help often. 
So moving towards the end of this podcast, um, Sam, it would be really great if you could just give Sammy and the other students preparing to leave the university three recommendations for uh, their first year, please. First of all, I'd probably say joining group chats would be one of the most important things to uh, to get done and get under your belt in the sense of just making sure you're in that community of students heading off to the same university as you so they're all uh, having the same experience as you. So that, that kind of thing will enable you to make sure you don't miss any deadlines like uh, applying for accommodation or uh, payment deadlines even as well. That's an important thing. So just make sure you don't miss out on anything like that is really key. Something else that comes along with that would also be figuring out what to take with you. People will talk about it in those group chats and also it will be available online on websites and forums, well, on, on the university websites and forums, uh, what to take with you in the sense of um, what kind of things are already in your room and what things are highly suggested to, uh, to bring with you. Another thing I suggest in preparation would be to figure out who's near you. So for me, that was figuring out who from home uh, is in a university or in a city or a town near me. So for me up in Durham, that consisted of, say, Newcastle, York, Leeds, those kind of areas, just within the within a train journey distance. That just enabled me to have a safe port of call and someone to go to if I, if I needed it, if I required it. Um, luckily, I didn't need to use it, and hopefully, um, hopefully others wouldn't. But it's important just to have that network prepared and something where you can lean back on it if need be. In order to cope with pressures, I'd say it's important to uh, to note down what services are available to you. That's something I mentioned before that you'll be given in Freshers' Week, um, whether that's national services or university services that can be provided to you based on the mental health side of things. But throughout the year as well, in order to cope with all those pressures, it's important to be realistic but optimistic. And that's something that I live by throughout the whole year, just making sure I kept myself, I kept my head up, kept looking forward the next term hoping that something better would come and eventually it did in that final term so it's just making sure that you you keep your head up with that optimistic side of things but don't get yourself too far ahead in the sense of making sure you keep that realistic side too love it i think that's so important being realistic and optimistic thanks sam um so sammy just to end on a positive note what are you most looking forward to when you go off to university I think exploring new opportunities, so new societies, going out of my comfort zone and trying something new that I wouldn't be able to do over here. I think similarly, I would say meeting lots of new people will be a very exciting prospect, particularly from different backgrounds. So as Sam touched on there, from joining a group chat for my accommodation band, I think seeing all the different people from everywhere, so Dubai, Egypt, Saudi Arabia, England as well, I think it would be very exciting to share a flat with them and gain gain some knowledge from them, see what they their outtake of life is and enjoy my time with them. Amazing. I think it's such a, an exciting time for you both, uh, heading into second year, Sam, and obviously going off for the first time, Sammy. So I wish you all the luck in the world and thank you so much, both, both of you, for coming to talk to us today. Um, I'd just like to end this podcast by saying this is the first episode in our series of three three podcasts so i'll be joined by sammy again for the second two podcasts and some special guests too so don't forget to watch out for the next one thank you for listening goodbye